Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with internet access. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, some other outlet I don't know about, some pirated stream. I'm sure people are pirating Texas Football Today. Or you'll listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here over there at the helm today making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Hi, Ashley Pickle. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Today is Tuesday, October 10th, 2023, 44 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to any friends that need to... No, I don't think okay. so. Then I just want to make sure I want to give you the opportunity to, to shout somebody out. In which case, happy birthday to um, Mario Lopez. He's 50. Oh, nice. He's 50 today. Oh, that's a big one. He lives. He's he, We live in a world where he's 50. Uh, also, oh, today's the 44th birthday of one of my middle school, high school crushes. Oh, who? Legit. Maya. Do you remember Maya? No. She was an, like an R&B singer, like coming up like... M-Y-A? M-Y-A. She did, um, she did like some... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she is... Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah. She's 44. Right in the she demo. She does not look 44. Right in the demo, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Maya. It's episode 1668. I hope she's watching. 
I'm uh, sure she she's on, watching the pirated stream. On today's show, folks, big show, we're going to be talking a little Texas Tech football with uh, the host of Gambling Gauchos on the Republic Football Podcast Network. Our friend Rob Burrow will join us, talk a little uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders football. Then we'll be joined by the Hall of Famer Craig Way uh, to talk all things Texas high school ways. football. Then we'll round it all out with Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week from Week 7. How's all that sound? That sounds good. good. Okay. Uh, plus something fun coming up here in just a moment mm-hmm. but first do we have first four through the door we sure do uh nick morton said enjoy your lunch everybody lol <laughs> happy lunchtime uh daniel agnew tony blaylock and just chad welcome <gasps> in fellas you your favorite uh bjwb was first but then they redacted the message so it technically doesn't count yet they then said sup again but later like, but it was tough not in the four BJWB. sorry i think they might have spelled something wrong i didn't mm-hmm. see it before it was redacted uh, Pickle, one of the things that we've done around here is that, uh, you know, we, we like to be comprehensive in our in our football coverage here on, here on Texas Football Today. Correct. Um, and, and one of the holes in our game had been the NFL. Mm-hmm. And really covered we the NFL lacking. as much as possible. So we wanted to go out and contract a, um, a, a, a um, Trusted NFL source. insider, mm-hmm. an NFL correspondent, an NFL, um, you know, someone with their finger on the pulse of, of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we couldn't spend a lot of money. And so here with the NFL Minute is my mom. Hi, this is Tep Mom reporting the NFL moment for this week. I'm going to recognize EJ Speed of the Indianapolis Colts. He is a linebacker. He had seven tackles this week. Three were um, unassisted and four were solo. Um, He attended North Crowley High School where he was a quarterback and was recognized in Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine as a top 30 quarterback that year. However, um, he ended up by going to Tarleton after being recruited by Colorado, Colorado State, and Oklahoma State because his adopted brother was diagnosed with cancer his senior year. He went on to be a wide receiver his um, uh, freshman year, and then he became a linebacker his sophomore and junior year and got drafted by the NFL five years ago. So good for him. Uh, That's it for this week, and go Rangers. Thanks, Mom. Our NFL insider, my mom, with her NFL Minute. And go Rangers. And honestly, like I feel like that's all you need to know about the NFL each week. So, you know. You cannot prove me, like Adam Schefter, who? What else is there to know? Nothing. Anyway, thanks, Mom. Love you. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Uh, It's time to talk a little Texas Tech football with the host of the Texas Tech podcast of record, Gambling Gauchos on the Republic Football Podcast Network. We're joined by our friend Rob Bro. Rob, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We're great. How are things in Lubbock? Oh, they are bright and shiny today. Yeah, that's 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 about par for the course. Uh, I would imagine they're brighter and shinier these days, coming off of a big win uh, Saturday night in in Waco. Um, I, I want to go back to maybe the 24 hours before the the Baylor game, and then the the 24 hours after the Baylor game. How did what happened Saturday night maybe change the feeling around this program in 2023? Yeah, I mean, it gets you back to 500. You're feeling pretty good there. Um, the 24 hours before, very uneasy about the season still, I think. Uh, coming off a win against Houston, but let's face it, Houston isn't very good, and, and maybe Baylor isn't either. I don't know, but you feel pretty good about beating a team that 
just house wrecked you last year in Lubbock. Uh, you come back and get to do the same to them on the road. Another road win. Joey's second of his career as a Red Raider um, with six losses. So that was kind of a monkey off the back feeling as well. You know, one thing we talked about because obviously this year the, the the loss to Wyoming on the road ended up being a it ended up looking like a pretty decent loss. They lose to Oregon uh, as, as well. Uh, before they lose to West Virginia, um, one of the things that I'm interested in in this particular with with Texas Tech is is Joey McGuire. Obviously, for about the first, I mean, 18 months of the Joey McGuire era, it was nothing but good vibes uh, around there. Uh, is there a feeling that maybe I know nobody's trying to run him out of town, but like, is the feeling maybe that okay, we've exited the honeymoon period and now we're settling into what the Joey McGuire era is going to be out there in Lubbock? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, uh, that's an interesting question because the recruiting has helped Joey a lot. Mm -hmm. You you haven't recruited like this, you know, ever in Lubbock uh, consistently. So that has been a very good fallback. Um, but I think so. And, And in some ways this feels like year three for Joey because he got here so early in that first year, uh, like in October. So he got to recruit you know, three months of the, the first season. And then, you know, that bowl game really felt like a Joey McGuire bowl game against Mississippi state. So it, it's been a long time since Joey's been here. It feels like in some ways, but in other ways, it's just year two and it's just six games into year two. So I would say in a lot of ways, yeah, the honeymoon period does feel like it's over because of a couple losses early in the year. But in this, in the same way, you have Micah Hudson on the, on the commitment list You've got some other four stars, high four stars that you haven't been flirting with as a commitment list in a long time ever. Uh, and so in some ways, yeah, it feels like the, the honeymoon phase is over and you better start winning some games. But in other ways, you know, all of this talent, the freshmen that are playing defense, the the commitment list, the I don't, I don't want to say signees yet because they're not signees, but the guys on their way, hopefully. Um, it still feels like you're you're pretty new and fresh with Joey McGuire. Talking with Rob Bro of Gambling Gauchos on the Republic Football Podcast Network here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation and hashtag TF Today. Uh, the the quarterback situation out there at Lubbock has, has certainly been interesting. Tyler Shuck starts the starts the year uh, flashes at times looks really good. You can see why he won the job, uh, but he gets injured. The guy can't catch a break. Uh, he gets injured uh, out for for you know the the year, and now uh, it's going to be the Baron Morton show. So far, so good. You know, you are what your record says you are, and he's two and zero in their starts in in the games that he started. Um, what have you noticed as far as the difference is concerned, or as far as the difference from the offense with Baron Morton at the helm, maybe versus what we saw with Tyler Shuck in charge? Uh, they finally started handing the ball off to Taj Brooks more often than not. <laughs> I mean, that's the difference. Uh, Baron Morton is a very good quarterback. I've I've wanted to see Baron Morton for a long time. Uh, he's been in Lubbock for several seasons, and I, I wanted him to get more playing time. Obviously not uh, with an injury, but Todd Brooks has been the difference of the offense in the last two weeks. He, you've scored more than you have all year because you're handing it off to Todd Brooks, and he's getting 100, 170 yards, and then Baron Morton is throwing to guys that are open because – Taj Brooks open up the offense, and I don't want to. I don't want to say anything ill be of Baron Morton because he threw really 
two really good balls. Uh, one, a back shoulder fade to Koy Aiken, which you probably don't get from Tyler Shuck, and then one that dropped in the bucket to uh, Baylor Cup. They they called him Raider Cup this week. <laughs> um, so you, you do have those really good throws that you see from Barry Morton, and he does flash as well, but he's turning around and handing the ball off, and that's why the offense is successful. Uh, on, on the other side of the ball, on the defensive side, you know, the, the numbers have been Im- improving. You know, this was a, a defense last year that ended up uh, finishing, you know, in the 108th in, in total defense. Uh, they're they're uh, in the top 70 right now, you know, top half of the of, of FBS. Um what is the what is the feeling? What is the uh, what is the feeling overall around this defense right now, which certainly has had its its share of struggles here and there, but but does look like there's there's maybe a nice step forward, uh, either in progress or on the horizon. You know, I don't think defense in Lubbock gets enough credit. Mm-hmm. Um, for decades, nobody cared about the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when you have some some success. Uh, I don't think it gets talked about enough. I, I think Tim DeRuiter is a really, really good defensive coordinator. And again, I don't know that I don't know that as many people know you're playing five true freshmen at, at times on the defense, maybe not at the same time, but over a night. Uh, you're playing a redshirt freshman at middle linebacker since game one because of an injury. Um, this is a defense that's going to be really, really good in two years. Uh, they are pretty good right now. And I, I think, you know, beyond the first half against Donovan, Smith, and Houston, uh, this defense has been really good since the West Virginia game. You don't, you give up 20 in regulation, you should be able to win that game on the road. Um, you give up 20 to regulation to Wyoming, going all the way back to the beginning of the year, you should be able to win that game. You give up only 31 to Oregon. Uh, on defense, which is a prolific offense. I I think this defense has been really good all year, um, depending on the competition. Uh, And that stretch between the second half of Houston and that Baylor game, those six quarters have been really good. Uh, Rob Bro of Gambling Gauchos here talking with us here. One last question. You know, this this Saturday, uh, Texas Tech welcomes in Kansas State, um, entering as a one-point favorite, which uh, is – uh, is is interesting considering the the recent history of Kansas State, and I think this has gone a little underreported. But boy, Kansas State has really had text number uh, of late. They they've won seven straight over the Red Raiders. Uh, but this is a, a wounded Kansas State team coming off of a a pretty ugly performance against Oklahoma State last week, and, and Tech obviously riding high on two straight wins. What are you going to be watching for on Saturday that would spell success uh, for for Tech, uh, and and what what are they going to need to do to come out with a win? Yeah, it's uh, last seven, but one and nine in the last decade. Oof. Yeah, and like 16 in the last 20. I mean, it's it's been ridiculous. Uh, you have to play clean on special teams. That's something that Kansas State always does really, really well. Um, and you have to you have to run the ball. Kansas State is a really good defensive team uh, against the run this year. You have to be able to run the ball against them. And and you know, with Zach Kitley, it's against his nature. It feels to run the ball. So that's going to be something I'm watching. Uh, is he going to go away from it? Is he going to be able to stick with it? Uh, is he going to be able to put his nose on the grindstone when it doesn't work in the first quarter and go back to it in the second and third? That's what I'll be watching because that's how Texas Tech has to be successful. I don't think you can go out and throw it 50 times against Kansas State and beat them. 
He's Rob Bro. He's the host of Gambling Gauchos in the Republic Football Podcast Network, the fine Texas Tech product out there. Make sure you go and listen to that. Rob, appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, enjoy the game on Saturday. Yes, sir. You have a good one. Absolutely. There he goes. Rob Bro of the Gambling Gauchos Podcast. Good listen. Very good listen. We have a Patreon, too. Go give them your patronage. I, I didn't realize how... Um, I didn't realize how ugly that that series has been for Tech. Uh, not not good. That K State <laughs> has dominated them, mm-hmm. really. So this would be a huge one. And the other thing, I don't want to play the schedule game here. So right now, Tech's at three and three. Need three more wins to get to a bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Here's your schedule down the stretch: K State at BYU, mm-hmm. TCU at Kansas, UCF at Texas. Okay, you got six games. Yeah. Kansas State is definitely in the winnable half of those games. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing, too, and I mean, this is just, you can literally prove this with numbers. Tech on the road mm-hmm. has not been kind. This and is, like a game like BYU, yeah. when I think they're a better team than BYU BYU's, is. Yeah, I don't think they're not anything special, yeah. But it makes me nervous, them mm-hmm. playing that one on the road. The simplest path to a bowl is win your, win your home games, which yep. is Kansas State, TCU, and UCF, yeah. which all feel relatively winnable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you have you have to win against Kansas State and you have if, to win against UCF. Yeah, if they don't absolutely. If they don't win against if they don't win Saturday, then it, like you're going to have to steal one. Yeah. You're going to have to maybe go to Kansas and get a win. Mm-hmm. The easiest path Which is here, not easy. No. No. <laughs> that's a that's a nationally ranked Kansas team. Yeah. And Jalen Daniels, you know, we don't know what his, his situation is, but probably be back for that mm-hmm. one. If you are Tech I think Saturday is a must-win if you're going to get to a bowl yeah. in a lot of ways. I agree. Uh, we appreciate Rob Bro. Go listen to Gambling Gauchos. It's a good listen. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk with Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, about all things Texas high school football. But first, how about we all wrap ourselves in a warm blanket of these ads. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Picklets Tuesday. Tuesdays. Uh, let's go to the hotline. We're pleased to be joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, our friend Craig Way. Craig, do you read us? Loud and clear. How are you folks? We're doing great. Uh, surging into week eight of the Texas High School Football season. I just want to ask you, because I know there are people who, who, who are certainly always interested in this kind of thing. You were on High School Scoreboard Live on Valley Sports Southwest until midnight. And then you were calling the Texas-Oklahoma game at 11 o'clock uh, on Learfield. Uh, and, and so what – can you take us through those intervening hours between midnight uh, when, you, when people last saw you on the television and then 11 a.m. when they first heard your dulcet tones on the radio? At the risk of boring people to tears, it was a matter of – turning down an opportunity to go have a post-show beverage with you and our producer, Patrick Madrovsky. Uh, uh, so I went back to the hotel, uh, lay down for about five hours, got up, showered, dressed, put on the coat and tie, and headed down to the Cotton Bowl, left about 6.30, got in right around just past 7 a.m. I like to be in the booth in the neighborhood of three and a half to four hours prior to kick, especially for that game mm-hmm. with all the craziness. And I had to get my breakfast, which was the um, the deep-fried oatmeal cream pie in a Dr. Pepper oh batter with a Big Red Reduction off of it it was it was uh, it was a nice way to start the day okay let me tell you pickle is not a sweets person but but she's about to sprint to fair park (laughs) and go get one of those it was it was outstanding and and my sons had that disc off the light thing which won the yes the big tex award for for sweet one but they i gave them a a a piece of mine and they said mine was better the 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 uh, oatmeal cream pie the deep fried that was it was something else yeah it, it, it was it was special i gotta tell you well i'll tell you that'll get you through the game for sure that'll, that'll, oh, yeah. that'll give you plenty of oh, energy yeah. <laughs> yeah i was pl- i was i was plenty charged for the uh up to call that last drive and, but but i gotta ask you to this uh-huh. um here was that last drive for oklahoma and this thought went through my mind and it had to move quickly because the oklahoma drive only took a minute and five seconds but this 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 thought went through my mind right in the middle of that i think it was right before dylan gabriel hit drake stoops with a big pass the flash went into my mind did tepper give pickle all kinds of grief about universal city randolph beating lano last night i didn't because i'm a good friend however universal city randolph i i will just I, here's here's my take on it and this is a good place to start I don't think that's a bad loss for Lano. I think Randolph might have a little something. And Lano's on their third yeah. quarterback. Oh, here we go. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I, I agree with you about Randolph. Uh, we've seen him quite a bit. 
Uh, the teams that I think, and I think you think this too, that may have flown under the radar going into the season, but they're very much on the radar now, uh, are inclusive of, but not limited to, uh, Universal City Randolph and Honey Grove. Yes. I think yep. are two changes. We've talked about them because of the zero point thing that they had going. So, you know, that's that those two it's certainly kind of my and of course it's a big game them playing Cooper this week. No points, no punts there for Honey Grove. Um Okay, I, I, I mentioned this on scoreboard on Friday night, and then I mentioned it again on uh, on on the show yesterday. It does feel like, and maybe it's just the weather cooling off, but it does feel like in the games that we were monitoring on Bally Sports Southwest, and I know the games that they were monitoring on Texas Football Tonight, that there's an extra sense of intensity now, and that I, I could sense in a number of the real kind of hallmark games and the kind of like headline games we were covering, I could sense that, oh yeah, we've turned things up a notch and that these games, you can tell on the field that they matter. They don't need us in a studio telling them that they matter. I'm, I'm curious to see if, if you felt that as well. Yes, I did. And it wasn't just because we had the uber ultra dramatic open to our show with the voice guy going it's district play <laughs> it means something more now you know that kind of thing i agree with it by the way um and and it did and and i think we th- that intensity does ratchet up coaches tell the kids that here's the other thing that comes in along with that it's almost organic not I, i'm not even talking about the numeric value of district play and the importance of it it's it's somewhat organic with kids because they're playing teams they know pretty well, sometimes very well, sometimes arch rivalries, or at least uh, somewhat. I get, let me give you an example. Uh, in in uh, the greater Austin area, in the Round Rock Independent School District, Round Rock has gotten off the deck from an 0 3 star, and they got a huge game of Vandegrift this week, and, it, and it's big. Uh, Westwood uh, has had a nice start. They're kind of wobbling a bit, uh, but they're still trying to stay in playoff contention. Uh, Stony Point is struggling, and and Cedar Ridge is struggling. Uh, and so, so the school and McNeil started off promising, and they're struggling a bit. But it doesn't matter. Those five schools, there is an inveterate dislike, strong dislike, no matter what the pairing is. Round Rock against Westwood is a battle for the balance, a big arch rivalry thing. But it doesn't matter. Westwood McNeil uh, are the two schools closest to the Kelly Reeves Athletics Complex, which, by the way, is actually in the city of Austin. But they'll they'll play and is closer to Cedar Park, Mr. Ridge's campus than it is to either of the other schools. But it doesn't matter. Those two schools have an intense dislike for one another. Cedar Ridge and Stony Point, uh, with Cedar Ridge getting a lot of the kids from Stony when the school opened years ago. So there's, and, and they all hate Round Rock. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's it, it, that kind of stuff pops up in district play. Again, the old throw the record books out the window kind of stuff. But it's true in a lot of districts. That's just one example of stuff like that that happens all across the state of Texas. Talking with Craig Wave, Texas High School Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. There was a couple of other games on Friday uh, last week, Craig, that I would uh, that that I think we, we talked about winning your clunkers, winning games when you're not at your best. Um, that that's kind of the mark of like a every team there's. 
ideally for every for a team, they're going to play 16 games. They're not going to play 16 perfect games. They're going to have a couple games where they really have to struggle and they really have to, to fight a little bit. Uh, two of those in particular that are highly ranked, actually both number two in the rankings, were Longview, who got into a real a real dogfight with with Forney, and then Galena Park North Shore, who took uh, uh, who who kind of struggled but pulled away from Humble Summer Creek. Uh, are there any lingering concerns about either one of those, or do you just say, you know what, it was a tough game, you put it in the left-hand column, and you move on? I think they're two different things there, Tim. I think in the case of Longview, uh, I think that was a bit of a clunker in that situation. No disrespect to Forney. And uh, on the show, I referred to Coach John King as the king of clunkers. And what I meant by that in, in, in the most complimentary fashion was that he can get his team to push through the wall when they're not at their best and still register a win. There's a there's there's a knack for that. There's a talent for that with coaches. In the case of the other day, I think some folks might have been selling Summer Creek short. I think they're good. Now, you know, the pedigree of North Shore ultimately uh, emerged, but I think uh, Summer Creek could be dangerous in that D2 bracket once we get on into the postseason. Uh, one last question for Craig Way. It's the meanest thing we do to each other each week, and I'm going to give you three games, Craig, and you're only allowed to teleport to one of them. You can either teleport to Galveston County for Columbus and Hitchcock. You can teleport to, let's just say, San Antonio. It's a big week in the Alamo City. For San Antonio Johnson and San Antonio Reagan in the Stone Oak Super Bowl. Or you can teleport to Argyle, for a game dripping with narrative with Frisco Emerson visiting Argyle. Which of those three are you teleporting to? Um, so, no Fort Stockton Monahan. So you can do Fort... Stockton. Well, where is that game? <laughs> um, uh, it's, at, it's at Monahan's. Monahan's. It, it, it is. Which is fun, and, but and it, would, Fort Stockton it, it, might it, be even better. Yeah, yeah. I I think that it's... that, that That's going to be a supreme challenge for Fort Stockton. But that I, I would probably go with Argyle Emerson because we're going to see maybe one of two things happen. We're either going to see Argyle shake off the rust and the, and the disappointments of what they've had early as they start to try to get their legs underneath them again and reestablish themselves as a contender, or we're going to see the new sheriff in town. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, 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 we're going to see Kendall Miller and we're going to see Emerson be extremely uh you know, rough customers as we so I, I like that. Now, Hitchcock Columbus is just that's you know, we we like to say rock fight, taffy pull, slobber knocker, all of the above. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm glad that we've got Shelby Coppage at that game for us for the uh for uh scoreboard live that and, and for Texas and for football Friday. That's gonna be a lot of fun, I have to say. And I mean Isabella Radavan will be at that, that, that uh, Stone Oak Super Bowl. That's going to be a lot of fun. So those are, yeah. This week you are being particularly mean because there's some, you know, there's a lot of good games uh, out there that have a what, what is it? Uh, Abilene Wiley, Love It Cooper. Yeah, it's a really this good week. Mm-hmm. Or, or is it? Or, or is it Ryder? I'm trying to remember. Abilene, anyway, there's you got it yeah. both. It's Abilene Wiley versus Ryder, and it's uh, Abilene High versus Love It Cooper. It's a big. It's a big week in the big country too. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was conflating the two matchups, but they're both both of those are big. Uh, and so, yeah, I, this is this is a big week, which rolls it all the way back to your original point about uh, district games. 
and how they're starting to reach critical mass now, China Spring La Vega. Uh, you know, there's there's games that are that are really, really important all across the state of Texas this week. He's Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, you can hear him on the Craig Way Show every weekday, 2 to 4, on AM 1300 The Zone in Austin. And then you can see him on High School Scoreboard Live uh, Friday night on Bally Sports Southwest alongside myself and Aaron Hardigan. Uh, and don't listen for him on the radio on Saturday because Texas has the week off, and I'm sure you're going to relish that. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice, uh, considering uh, Pickle going up to see the alma mater in action on Saturday. Oh, there, <laughs> there we go. That's right. Go Mean Green. Uh, Craig, yeah. appreciate your time, my friend. All right. Y'all two take care. There he goes. Craig Way, the Bye, Texas Craig. Football Hall of Famer. Joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Um, yeah, I mean, he's right. Like, we talked about it on a Teppin step, which is up now, by the way, for subscribers on TexasFootball.com. Um, about how, like, Columbus and Hitchcock is, like, it's box office. You know what I mean? It's, like, really, really big-time stuff. That's a huge matchup. From a narrative perspective and from, like, a, like, storyline perspective, Emerson and Argyle is really, really intriguing Mm -hmm. just because either Argyle kind of reasserts itself as, like, the king of the, you know, like you got to go through us. Like, of course, like we're going to swat you, the little newcomer aside. Or as Craig said, it, there's a new sheriff in town. Like, There's a new boss. There's a new big swing in around here. And it could be Emerson. We'll find out on Friday night in Argyle on the road. I, I, I said on Texas football or I said on, on uh, Tep and Step, I'll say it here. The biggest game in Frisco Emerson history. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, we appreciate Craig White hopping on with us. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we're going to roll out the Dave, the Dave Campbells Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. But first, let's find out who took home the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The team selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. We salute you. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. One last thing to do today, Pickle, is we put a bow on week seven of the Texas high school football season. And that's to roll out the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Our friends at Dave Campbell's Texan Live, partners, colleagues, buddies, family, have dug through all. How many games did we have last week? Uh, Over 50. More than 50 games. That's a lot of plays. A lot of plays. That's at least 54 plays. And dug through all of them and said, you know what? These are the top 10 plays of the week. There are probably no kneel downs in this, in this montage, I would no. guess. I haven't seen it. Victory formation. Does no victory not exist. formation. There's probably not a lot of, like, you know, incomplete passes. Yeah, no. Let's find out what took home the Dave Campbell's Texas Live top 10 plays of the week here on Texas Football Today. Drops, looks, throws left side, complete on the screen pass, or out of the 50, out of the 40, now down inside the 30, could go all the way, and he is definitely gone. Touchdown, Cougars! Nice ring's going to go for it. A fourth and 21. Mass. Throw it here to Jamon Richardson. He's going to throw. Man, wide open! Caught! 
Touchdown, side springs. Richardson to Richardson. Snaps from the near hash mark. Quick toss by Duncan out in the flat. Dropped. Picked back up. Trying to make something out of nothing, and he may just do that. Who gets to the edge? 10-5. Touchdown, Josiah Joseph. It's... West, out of the backfield, lines up, bottom of your screen. Setting up the screen to him, and he's got room to run up the middle of the field. Look out. Forget about it. Touchdown, Jordan. 75 yards to the house for Tanner West. Another long touchdown catch. Hasn't been able to find the space he would want such yet. Play action pass across the middle, and there he goes, London Smith. London Smith with nobody in front of him. Into Panther territory to the 35-30. No one will catch him today. Touchdown, London Smith. 81 yards for the sophomore wide receiver. On second and six, now throwing right a high pass, and it's into the hands of Surratt. Are you kidding me? First on offense, now on defense. A tip pass. Logs here from the 40. Sunday gives it off up the middle. Here goes Hubert Thomas. Thomas staying on his feet inside the 20. Thomas cutting upfield inside the 10. Thomas for the touchdown. King here, third and 14 for Kingwood in the 20. Hargrave fires on the screen. It's picked off by C.E. King. It's Kamar Kimball to the end zone for a pick six. Big man touchdown for Kamar Kimball. Formation. Bynum, play action pass, flushed out right, got to get rid of it, across the middle of the field, and it's caught at the 45-yard line into Panther territory, and here it goes to the 30, 25, 20, one man to beat inside the five, and on cue again, touchdown University. London Smith, the composite four-star wide receiver. Alex Harnett just came in. Cuts it all the way back across the field. He's got a first down and a whole lot more. And he's going to take it the distance. 47-yard touchdown, Kyle Sheffield. There it is, your Dave Campbell's Text Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Went black there for a second. Went black there for a second. And like, yeah, number one was just like MIA there for a second. Great play, though. Uh, great play. Uh, my opinion, and certainly nobody asks me, and they shouldn't, uh, always can go with the fat guy touchdown. Oh, Correct. That should have been number one. That's my take. My take. <laughs> you got a fat guy touchdown. Should be the number one play of the week. That's you can me. send your complaints down to the Houston branch of Texan I'll send Live. Them, send them to, to T-Pup and all those yes. boys. Anyway, we appreciate those boys putting it together. The Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Um, I always like to remind everybody that if you missed any of the action on Texan Live, all the games are available for video on demand. So you were welcome to, at any point in time, go back and uh, catch yeah. up on some games see any of those plays or kind of where it played out but it, you if you just want to sit around and watch football for 24 hours you could every single day of the week yeah but like, i mean you can but the thing the thing about that is like yes go to texanlive.com and go watch that but like what i'm concerned about is like if i want to go back and i want to watch texas football tonight your your live show on friday night mm-hmm. if i want to go back and relive it i don't want to pay to watch it mm-hmm. and you don't have to texas what? football tonight is for free live and on demand so I can just go back and watch it like right now. Mm-hmm. Anybody for, can for free, like zero dollars. Zero dollars, negative dollars. Given you get to keep all your dollars. Giving things away. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good business model. Gotta be honest. Yeah. 
Take advantage of us while you can. Correct. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Rob Bro of Gambling Gauchos and Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.